Welcome to Detox with Allison. Oh shit, we're recording. You are the best podcast naming person. (laughs) This is the show where we sit down with comedians and other funny people, make them take their vitamins and ask them about their life or whatever else we get into. Let's hope Charlie got it right this time. Detox is produced and sponsored by Big Laugh Comedy. Big Laugh Comedy is changing the world one comedy experience at a time. Big Laugh Comedy is the first ever company that provides you with a complete comedy experience, from live shows throughout Texas in Austin, San Antonio, San Marcos, and Fort Worth, to comedy news and everything in between. If you're looking to laugh your ass off with some of the best comedians in the world, or you want to know what your favorite comedian is up to, you need to visit Big Laugh Comedy at blcomedy.com. Get exclusive content and first dibs on tickets by becoming a VIP for free. Go to blcomedy.com slash VIP dash list. Detox with Allison is also sponsored by MSW Vitamin Lounge and MSW Nutrition. MSW Vitamin Lounge is located in Austin and it's the best place to get your vitamin IVs, shots, and health consults. It's also where we record the episodes, so that's pretty cool. If you can't make it to Austin, MSW Nutrition puts the best nutrients possible into their supplements to bring a little bit of the lounge to wherever you are. The boost drinks we're always sipping on on this show are just one of their awesome and effective products. Trust me, I use a ton of them. Go to mswnutrition.com and use the code DETOX, that's D-E-T-A-L-K-S, to save 15% on all your supplementation needs from MSW Nutrition. And if you're in Austin, I hope to see you at the Vitamin Lounge. What's up, guys? Welcome to Detox with Allison. And I think that's the first episode I've said that at the top of the show. Really? <laughs> yeah, we got Tony Casillas in here today. What do you usually say? I usually just start talking to people. Oh, yeah. that's good, I guess. I guess. Because you already said it in the intro. Yeah, we were also already like talking before this, and then we both just waited for 30 seconds Yeah. while Charlie was running the intro. I saw you grin at the... Let's hope Charlie got it right this time. Yeah, because he's a he's an he always me- messes up. He's bad at his job. <laughs> You've been in here talking shit to Charlie the whole time that yeah. he's been setting up. It's he's a good. Aw- he's awful. It's a good little system. Why why do we trust a boy to run all our podcasts? The Austin Podcast Network is run, run by, by a boy. Charlie. Have I yeah, ever a let boy. You down? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> multiple times. You always let us down, dude. <laughs> It's like, like Charlie, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He probably sleeps with his mom in the same bed. And his aunts and uncles, like, he's like, oh, I just want to produce a podcast one day. I just have a big dream. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, maybe one day I'll meet Joe Rogan and the young Jamie. Maybe I'll be the young Jamie. We should Jamie. start calling him young Charlie. Uh, no. No. No, he, he hasn't earned shit. He's got- <laughs> he hasn't earned it. Oh, my God. Well, Tony, hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm glad that you're doing it. Um, and I'm glad that you moved to Austin. I'm excited to be here. This wild city. Yeah, I feel like I like tangentially and like internet knew you for the last couple of years and like maybe met you a few times. Where did we meet? I don't even know. I was trying to think about it before this and I was like, I don't actually know how I know Tony. That's the you know hurtful. the internet That's hurtful. but you don't remember either yeah but i'm such a loving character you know <laughs> i mean i mean people like you anytime i go to a dog park yeah because i'm just a nobody Al- yeah, yeah. 17 allisons <laughs> but they're not wearing best husband ever shirts they, uh, four of them are <laughs> they all have no roman numeral tattoos yeah. <laughs> they all you know what i mean <laughs> you were trying to convince me to get a sleeve before we started you rolling cool with the sleeve i'm not going to lie i've thought about it i think like a 
like a black and white sleeve. Yeah, I w- I don't I like co- like I like your colors on your sleeve, but mm-hmm. there's I've seen so many bad color tattoos that yeah. I'm just turned off to them, and I like the black and white look. Mm-hmm. I might do it. I get a sleeve. Get a sleeve. Look tough. <laughs> All one day. Oh no, <laughs> it'll take it'll take a few months. It'll take a while. How long did that one take you? process of like three or four years yeah just piece by piece just piece by piece just random shit do you have a like it's mostly full now but like do you have any spots left that you want to fill or yeah, add just anything these else? small little areas and yeah then once they're done i'll be pretty much done will you put little like other things in there or just kind of like coloring just other things like little stars and yeah yeah i like it thank you it's a good look well um so how long have you been here now been here for a month a month yeah and you were coming down a lot before that when the mm-hmm. comedy boom happened. So now that you're kind of settled, like, what do you think so far? The comedy-wise, I love it. Yeah. Austin as a city is, is it's weird. Yeah, that's the slogan. Yeah, but not, like, <laughs> no. I think Austin, like, they like to act like they're all, like, <laughs> ooh, we're just a bunch of hippies and we're just, wi-. okay, one question. What's the obsession with shrooms in this city? Oh, I think it's, because they think they're hippies. Everybody, every night, <laughs> I meet four people on shrooms, and I'm like, it's Tuesday, and we're on 6th Street. Yes. I don't understand the people that take them on 6th Street, because to me, I'm like, I would have to shit way too many times. Not just shit. <laughs> there are literally zombies running around, <laughs> and I, I don't want to be high, and then fucking having a guy fucking... Like a crazy naked man, like hurling his shit at me. <laughs> the shrooms would I'm... just copy paste him a hundred times <laughs> yeah. in your mind, and he's just all that you're seeing on Sixth yes. Street. <laughs> it's fucking off. Like I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand the people that can take shrooms or like acid. Like Dylan Sullivan did a set on acid one time, and it was one of his funniest sets I've ever seen. Yeah, but I, at the same time, when I was watching it, I was like, "How are you speaking right now, dude?" It's crazy. No, that's the one thing. Everybody. Me and my buddy Jeff noticed that every night. Hey, uh, we're on shrooms right now. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah, and they'll offer them to you too. Yeah, like, yeah you shrooming? And I'm, I'm like, like, no, I don't want to be up until 4 a.m. on I'm a not Tuesday. Shrooming. <laughs> no, I'm not just going to randomly shroom. You're like, hey, have you heard about beer? Yeah. They sell it at the bars we're at? Yeah, or water. Or water. Or water. <laughs> I don't even drink and I'm promoting beer. Yeah, maybe I'm a so- Diet Coke. Yeah. I don't know anything. Like, honestly, meth. Try meth over it. <laughs> the guy, the zombie down the street has some. Yeah, you know? Everybody in this. That's the one wild thing. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And it's like, it's not even hippies. No, it's, it's like, tech bros. It's like tech bros and sorority girls. And they're yeah. just like, I'm just room. I'm a llama. I'm a llama. <laughs> I'm like, you're a what? I'm a Delta. I'm a llama and a llama. I'm a Delta llama. <laughs> I'm a Delta llama. <laughs> and I'm just throwing. And I'm like, Every day. Every day. And then when she's 30, she's not going to be able to spell her name because she thinks it's Spider. You know what I mean? She's like, my name is Spider. She's just like, I'm a Pisces and I originate in Saturn, so you can just let it go. <laughs> you just let it go. Just let me shroomies. You, you just don't understand because you're a Leo. That's such Leo energy. And they call it shroomies. Shroomies. It's shrooms. Always. That's how you know you have a problem when you give your drug a cute nickname. A cute- I bet you meth heads when they're starting to get on Shroomy meth. sounds like the go to golden doodle name yeah. of a drug. I'm just taking my M&M's, my meths and meth, you know. <laughs> M&M's for meth. Yeah, m and I'm just taking my M&M's. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the wildest this city is. It's all, 
I guess I didn't even notice it because I'm from here. It also just kind look of, at you. Also look at me. You work at a, and you're, you're going to hook me up to drugs. You're going to be like, yeah, in this bag, we put nitroglycerin in, in this bag. <laughs> then we add a little poop in it. And Rocky gonna- asked for, uh, he asked for morphine. <laughs> He's like, can we put morphine in this? That's legal, right? Do they have it? I don't think we have it. We could definitely get it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a doctor's next, office. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Do a morphine episode. Oh, that would be that so would bad. That would be the most boring episode. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> something. I'm either dead or I'm talking <laughs> to God right now. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But Austin's fun. Yeah. It's better than Dallas. It's a little, it's a little friendlier. I was in Dallas two weekends ago, yeah. and I've never really spent, like, I've never spent more than a few nights there. Yeah. But I noticed last time I was staying there, it's like, Austin, to me, is the one city that I've been to that, like, even though it has pockets of places to go out, it's all still kind of in the same area. Mm-hmm. Like, East 6th, Rainy, Dirty 6th, West 6th. Those What's are Dirty 6th? That's where Vulcan is. That's like the main dirty strip because it's dirty and gross. Um, It's like mid sixth. It's right. It's the it's west of thirty five until Congress pretty much is like the dirty strip. When did they name it dirty six? It's been like that for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, and then like it's kind of just the bars kind of just extended past that, and then we realized like oh, east six feels different than the main six, and then west is like so is WTF like nice six? That's west six. Yeah, I I always describe. West Six is like the tech bros and yuppies who got a good job after college but still kind of act like they're in college. That's where they go. And then uh, Dirty Sixth is like where you can just get in with a fake ID everywhere. Really? Yeah, for sure. That's always where I would go in college. Just anywhere Dirty Sixth. Was your fake ID good? It was a real ID that wasn't me. It was someone else's ID. Did it look similar? It looked enough. (laughs) Similar enough. Her hair definitely was darker. Okay. But she had like a round face. It was literally dark brown hair, brown eyes on the ID. You don't have brown eyes. I have blue eyes. Yeah, very blue fairly, eyes. Fairly, my hair was lighter in college too. Yeah. So it looked like I probably had dyed my hair. And then uh, it was but, an Ethiopian passport, Charles. <laughs> I had an Indian She's guy like, friend. My name is. <laughs> I had an Indian <laughs> guy friend who used a white dude's ID, and, and he would get in, get in everywhere. Yeah, yeah, this like they don't tan. They don't care. Yeah. Well, they also don't. I so. One time on 6th Street, yeah. I handed my ID. Like, I wasn't even drinking that night. I had a friend that wanted to go out to this bar because a guy was going to be there. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll go. And it was like the first weekend, which is when TABC is always out. Yeah. TABC is like the alcohol regulation people. And like, so we go to this bar and uh, I hand the door guy my ID. Immediately, he sees it's out of state, hands it to the TABC guy. Oh, no. TABC is looking at it. And he starts asking me about the information on the card, which I memorized. Yeah. You know? And uh, he's like, this isn't her. This isn't you in the picture. Hands it to an officer. The officer does the same thing, asks me all the questions. And he's like, all right, we're just going to go run this ID really fast. And I was like, okay. It was a real ID. So it scanned. Uh... And so he's like, brought me back to the bar. And he is like, handed it to the TABC guy. And he goes, let her in. She, she knows all the information. And the ID came back. And the guy starts fighting the officer. He's like, look at her. That's not her. You know, probably noticed the eyes and all that yeah. shit. And uh, the officer's like, I don't want to hear it. Let her in. And as I'm walking through the door, the friend that I went with was like, Allison, Allison, come on. And I was like, bitch, my name's Kylie. (laughs) Kylie. (laughs) Yeah. Did they notice? They didn't notice. I got, there's the white privilege, right? Holy shit. But yeah, that was like the dumbest 
fake ID story. I, I could have gotten arrested for that for sure. Can you get arrested for that? I think it's like, isn't it like claiming, I don't know what the term is, like claiming to be, is it false ID? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's like identity fraud almost. I get You're trying to get hammered on a, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> like call it identity. Thursday. Yeah, I wouldn't call it fraud. Right. I'm not trying to like buy, open a bank account. Where'd you get the ID from? Um, uh, my friend who was from New Mexico and it was her fake ID from another friend. And then that, the girl that I so got it from got, turned 21. So your friend just passed down. It was like a pass it on. Yeah. She didn't charge me for it. generation after generation. Yeah. I think it expired the year after I turned 21. So I couldn't pass it on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I never did that. You never had a fake? No. Did you just not? Or, mine looks like a fake. Really? Yeah. I look like a boy in mine. How? Is it just an old picture? Yeah. It's an old, like I look. Very young, and people always double take. <laughs> They're like, is that you? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, man. I, like, when I got my newest ID, I didn't know they were going to retake my pictures, so I showed up. I think I had just had, like, a, a shot. Like, I'd shot a video or, like, it was something where I had full makeup on, but yeah. I was done with it for the day. So I'm literally in bright red lipstick, full makeup. Oh, good. But my head is in a bun because as soon as I <laughs> left the thing, I was like, bun, you know? Yeah. And then I show up and they take my picture. So they never question me because my hair is almost always in the top bun <laughs> when I try to go places. What did Julia answer? Yeah, I was like, all right, well, actually, this is probably good. You can't ever ask me if this is me or not. But yeah, that's interesting. So like, where, you went to school in Denton, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Texas State first. Texas State dropped out of that, went to community college and then... Went to Dallas. And do they just, like, you just didn't try to go to bars until you were 21, or are they, like, 18 and up? I had 21. Mm. I, I would just drink. I didn't, I, I'm i not a big bar guy. I, I would yeah. rather go to a house. Yeah, so that's true. Sit in the backyard, get hammered. Oh, shit. We got IVs in the house. Oh, boy. Yeah, we got getting got, hammered on IVs. We got Nurse it's Doza. Pink. <laughs> it's pink. What's, why is it pink? Why is it pink, yeah. Nurse Doza? Oh, oh, thank you. Because he Dosa. loves Tony. That's the answer. The vitamin B12 is pink. I watch a lot of European horror films, and this you seem like the doctor in a European horror film. <laughs> Dr. Mendoza. Super genius, but decides to use it for evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a half compliment. What's the thing? What's the thing that. Are Gina Chromes in this? <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Good, thank you. <laughs> COVID antibodies that were going right side. Oh, I got it twice. Oh, you had COVID twice? Yes. Dude. I was a survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Like, I started doing stand-up like a month and a half in. Because Addison Improv did that oh, one well, yeah, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, They were the first club to reopen to do a after show. COVID. Yeah, because the manager, Sean Trainer, was just like, fuck it, let's give it a shot. <laughs> and we're like, and, and that like, got you COVID? No, no, that one didn't. When I went on the road yeah. for three months, that's what got me Where'd going. you go in, on the road? I went to Arkansas, I went to Kansas, and I went to Oklahoma. Three All states the places where it doesn't did exist. not give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the places where COVID doesn't exist. Oh, oh I like seeing your face for that one. <laughs> get a hit of dopamine with this. Yeah? Yeah. So Nurse Doza just said he's going to get a hit of dopamine with this. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. You're bleeding out. No, it'll just, it'll do that a little bit, and then he'll plug it in. Also with these, Tony, are you still down to do this? I'm doing it. I'm not going to pussy out. Charlie but. Charlie told Tony he'd be a pussy if he didn't get it. Um, You're tough. You got COVID twice. Yeah, you survived yeah. COVID twice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's tough. 
<laughs> I would say I, I was. Uh, I didn't follow CDC guidelines. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad rule follower. I would say. That. Yeah, well, you didn't follow CDC guidelines because you needed money. So it's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I need to do my job. There we okay. go. Nice, uh, easy peasy. Let's try it out. So yeah, this is how you control how fast it drips too. This little roller. Oh shit! Okay. So if you push it up, it goes faster. If you push it down, it goes slower. And I'll tell you, there's an one ingredient. I like it fast, lady. No. <laughs> there's one ingredient in here that'll give you a little bit of a rush. Yeah. It's too much for you. The NAD gives you a rush. That's the one I was telling you. What kind of rush? Um, it's just like a little boost of energy. Okay. On the IV, sometimes you might feel it in your chest, but like you can just slow the drip down and it'll be fine. Um, but if, if it's anything in your chest, it's literally just like a little pressure. It's not anything like there's nothing actually being like, harmed or cut off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony's got to meditate for this part. <laughs> Checking out the veins. I'm, I'm legally dead. Legally dead. <laughs> Getting some vascularity in there. There we go. He's flicking it. He's just flicking me. <laughs> Ladies. I got my Taiwanese hooker. <laughs> We're going to go there? Also, Tony, I didn't realize that you put your... Give me a second, your, Allison. This oh. Is, this is okay. Oh, boy. Allison, what the hell are you doing to me? I, you know, I yeah, did yeah, get, let's I do did a pod, get You know, most podcasts are just like, oh, boy. I was told to make it my own, and then I was like, we're going to shoot up all of the guests on here, because comedians don't take their vitamins. We discussed this. We got, uh, Tony asked me he what can't he, even find my, my vein. <laughs> are we doing my hand? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Does the hand hurt? No. Oh. It's, I mean, it's the same amount as in the, this part. I've, got, I've gotten it in but my I, wrist right here before. I talk with my hands. Talk with your hands. We can talk with one hand. I get <laughs> What the heck? Am I dead? <laughs> Legally dead. Tony Casillas. Where? Uh, there's my van, dude. <laughs> Did it pop out? No. Isn't it there? <laughs> They're in there. Am I too fat? <laughs> yes, you can be honest with me. So my weight is fine. I don't have to change. Wow. So if I wow. die, of, if I, if I die of any kind of disease, it's on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one signed. <laughs> like no one signed any. <laughs> Just poke it in the eye. Poke it in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't... He found one. We're going back. The other one's popped. What a... It's like whack-a-mole with your veins right now, dude. Yeah, this is... <laughs> All right, be gentle. Be gentle. Be sweetie. I do like how I, like no one knows... These guys, and then I'm just like, hey, come do my this podcast. This is the wildest podcast. Let them stick needles in you. I have two gorgeous Spaniards touching me. You know, this is wild. Dude, these two introduce themselves as brothers everywhere they go, and they're not actually related. I could see it. Yeah, but they're fraternity brothers. Oh, that was the excuse okay. they gave me after the fact. A month after knowing them, they were like, oh, yeah, we're not actually brothers. <laughs> we're fraternity brothers. Huh? Okay. Oh. I guess. I guess. Because we're not doing it, Allison. Guess we're doing it. Can't find. That one's actually like a little bit 
easier. I mean, you can't move your hand around as much, but like bending the elbow isn't like as much of an issue. Nice. This is. <laughs> are you giving me like? Are you reading my future? Yeah. He's like bright. touching. He's touching my hands like he's reading my future. <laughs> is it bright? There we go. If you can't find it, we'll just... I'll come in a different day. This is... I'm sorry my veins are giving you trouble. Get you more hydrated. <laughs> Deep breaths, Tony. I was, now I'm just aggravated. Now I'm not even scared. You're just now like, I want a needle. I'm like a heroin addict. I'm like, stick me. <laughs> Shoot me up. Perfect. Oh, shit. We're getting a handy. First hand job on the podcast right here. John's very not happy with me just for making these my jokes. hands. Yeah, very professional, Allison. Yeah. This is... They're playing house music in the other side. Am I dead? Like, is it... Oh, it's right there. Oh, shit. Okay. There it is. Uh -oh. Yes. Eyes are yeah. closed. Yeah. We got it. There we go. Perfect. Adios, mios. How you doing? That's Spanish for ay ay ay. Ah. This is you. I'm, this is yeah, the craziest. The only podcast. This is this is wild. <laughs> I don't even know what's going in my body, and I eat Taco Bell, and I'm frightened. <laughs> so that was uh, that was on you because you just told me to give you whatever I get. Oh, you took the needle out. So there's there's one needle for the putting it in the hand, and then you switch it out. It's just a tube. Yeah, the uh, needle is just to put it in. Oh, let's just do a medium drip for right now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You, I mean, you can move it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, f I feel like Dwayne The Rock Johnson already. <laughs> Come to, what's this place called? Uh, MSW Vitamin Lounge. Come to MSW Vitamin Lounge. They'll pinch you. <laughs> until They'll you feel like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Pinch you and then hydrate you. Yeah, we're getting you some Liberty Talks for all that Taco Bell. Okay, now you I know? Can, can I grab my drink? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a... This feels Charlie. How do I look? We're all wired I up over wild. here. I look. I look sick. <laughs> I look like I'm going into chemo. We're in the hospital. Charlie wants to say something. What are you gonna say? I'm just saying you might want to take the <coughs> the tube. Yeah. And put it under the mic. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. This part right here. Boom. There I did go. that too. There we go. Less <sighs> tangled. So what am I supposed to feel? Welcome, Tony Casillas. Um, if you don't feel anything right away, totally fine. I tend to feel a little bit like a caffeine rush. That's okay. kind of what we meant by like an energy rush. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's NAD, which helps your body produce ATP, which is energy for the cells. So I'm slowly becoming like Joe Rogan. Exactly. Turning everyone in this town to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's how I'm going to get my sleeve tattoo, dude. I'm just going to start I growing up. I am Joe them. Rogan. So I am Joe Rogan tattoo. Oh, that would be aggressive, I think. I think you should do it. The number of people who have his face tattooed on their body is a little upsetting to oh, me. Yeah. If you ever, yeah. I, is it? I'm a huge fan of him, but I don't understand getting someone else's face on you unless it's like your kid. I kind of want to get the, the iconic Johnny Cash flicking 
Okay, that one would be cool, though. I like Johnny Cash. That's like an iconic thing, And he's though. dead. And he's dead. Yeah. I think once they're dead, you can do it. That's fair. Because, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do if I had Joe Rogan's face just, like, on my leg. And yeah. then I met him and I was like, hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> I see you every time I take a yeah. shit. You if, know? You're a com- if you're a comedian, you should not get Joe Rogan on your, yeah. on your <laughs> <No>. body. <laughs> Hey, I was like, I should open for you. I got, I look at you every night before I go to bed. <laughs> I see while I'm flicking my bean, yeah, while I'm flicking my bean, I'm just like, <laughs> I look right into your eyes. <laughs> it helps. Have you ever masturbated during a podcast? Not during your during podcast. my podcast. During like your to listening a podcast. To, yeah, not no. to it, but like, but it's, like it's happening. No, yeah. like if that because. Because if I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go take care of myself, yeah. I'm like, I need to stop listening to this Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't be listening to this voice. I had sex once during a, uh, what was it? The Mark Norman and uh, Tuesdays with Stories or oh, something. Oh, shit. And then I like met Mark and then talked <laughs> and I was just like, I almost came just because like I came while <laughs> I was like, oh, this brings me back to good times. Good. <laughs> So I don't recommend doing that. Yeah, no, that's exactly why I don't do it. I'm like, I don't want to tie this voice in with anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's too, too close to using porn. Like, it's not you porn. Know, do you use, is porn healthy? No. No? Well. Why, why isn't it healthy? I think porn's probably better than listening to your favorite podcast to masturbate. Yeah, that was once, all right? That was, <laughs> it's, it's not like Mark Norman is soothing my bot, you know what I mean? It was once me and a lady were listening to it, and then. But you also had sex during it. That's yeah. like that's like having sex during a movie, you know. Like yeah, it's yeah. similar. Like it's just the background noise. Yeah, it's not it, like you're sitting there jerking it. What would be the worst movie to have sex to? It's got to be like a children's movie or something, right? Like, or like a really violent movie. No, violent movies are good to have sex to. Wouldn't you think? I guess because you're like I'm scared. Hold me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me be your boogeyman. Or I just I don't thought know. the SpongeBob movie would be a pretty bad one to have what? sex to. That would be funny. <laughs> it would be very funny. Just laughing, they me break giggling. out into songs. Yeah, me giggling while having sex. <laughs> I do that anyway. You know? Yeah, I like it's, to giggle. It's so weird. You, yeah, you, you. Okay, to me, I'm like, you can't do this without laughing at it. It's the weirdest thing. So you laugh a lot during it? Not a lot. You're just like, just, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. as, I would never want to have sex with you if you're no. just like, ha, ha, ha. No. Because, no, seriously. I knew. You're just, because then as a guy, you're just self-conscious. So you're just like, ha, 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 ha. No. I can't okay. believe this is happening. It's not. <laughs> so, ha, ha, ha. It's usually, I'm on shroomies. That's I'm on shroomies me. and there's a guy inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. But I've definitely like. If I've, like, just started dating someone, like, if they, like, kiss me or something, sometimes I'll just, like, do a little, like, oh, Oh, giggle. That's that's cute, though. But, like, I've had guys get self-conscious from that before. and be like, I think you're laughing at me. And I'm like, no, I'm just so excited because you're kissing me. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) It's a good thing. That's sweet. Yeah. No, yeah. I I farted during it before. (laughs) During sex? That ruins the mood. (laughs) I I don't have good farts. Oh. They're not even, like. I'm a bigger boy. It's, like, my farts are, like, fucking... Like, fuck, it's 7-Eleven at 2, 2 a.m. It's just, like, dangerous. Ooh. You know, you just get in and out. Is it's, it a funny sound, at least, or is it an aggressive sound? It's not. I don't it's, know. <laughs> You're like, nothing's cute. You no, can't no, come no. back from that. No, no, no. <laughs> I had to stop. I had to actually stop uh, drinking and eating ice cream. Oh, because of the lactose? Yeah. I, I think I had a worst... I had a worst time after... Eating Ben and Jerry's than I had when I had COVID the first time. 
Really? Yeah. What the fuck? I started shaking. I was sweating. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was not good. I had to. St- I have to stop eating ice cream because part of this, I like. Anytime I went to like a Sonic and got a milkshake, yeah. I could not go out. Like my friends were like, "Hey, we're going out tonight," and I'm like, "Hey, I had Sonic. It's not no go." <laughs> I tapped out myself tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my buddy went to like this club once, and he met Dirk Nowitzki the day I had a Sonic milkshake, oh. and I was like, "It was like a fucking Oreo peanut butter milkshake. Fucking stop me from meeting one of my heroes." <laughs> You're like, never again. This is where the was that the rock bottom. Oh uh, no, it's. Two weeks ago, it was Sunday night. It was like my first day off in a while. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get some ice cream, you know, as a dessert. And then I just eat it. I eat it. And then my stomach feels kind of weird. I'm like, oh, it's fine. So I'm in my bed just watching some TV. And then it was just go time. Oh, like no. Like my stomach starts rumbling. I, I shit myself. In bed. In, yeah. And the thing is, so I, I was like, oh, it's just a fart. So yeah. I do it and... Oh. And just stayed. And I sat there, and I literally for 45 seconds go, Tony, you didn't shit yourself. There's grown, no way. Because grown men don't shit themselves <laughs> in bed in, the, in, the, in their home yeah. while they're awake. I can't shit yourself while sleeping. Maybe you were drunk the night before. Yeah. But, like, I was awake, and I was like, and then I just, like, move a little bit. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a fucking oh. pajama full of shit. And so I get up, and there's, like, a little mark on my fucking bed sheet. So I have to then go bathe off. <sighs> Then I have to come out, just get a trash bag, throw my pajamas, throw my pillow, just everything. I, I got new bed. I spent two hundred bucks on bed sheets. That's why I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a whole new bed sheet set. Oh god, I mean, I, I decided to eat Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, 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 you know what I looked like? I looked like a, uh, you know, in the movies where uh, in the Civil War they would get like shot. Yeah, they're like, we have to cut your leg off. Yeah, and then they're shaking afterwards. That's how I looked like with Ben and Jerry's. I was just like, Ben and Jerry's is all about nonviolence, but they don't talk about their lactose intolerant oh. death toll. Oh yeah, they fucked me. They- <laughs> oh, we're getting strangled by the vitamins so out here. So how do I add more? Push it up a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, it should roll. There you go. You sped it up. Oh shit. Nice. Getting wild up in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, um, okay. Well, first of all, I was going to mention the Holtzman stickers. Yeah. I didn't realize you put yours on your phone, too. I love Brian We're going to, our dad, Brian Holtzman, we're going to just, like, start a sticker trend. Comedy wild, man. Gary and Charlie have these, too. Gary, Charlie, I was going to put y'all's on the back of my phone, but it was too big. It didn't fit with my little thing. I threw the one you gave me away, Charlie. <laughs> That's tra- okay. It's in the, it's in the <laughs> trash. No, I love these. I want to get some of these. Yeah. Holtzman was backstage when he handed these to us. And he was like, I loved them so much. I made a, th- I got a thousand. <laughs> I got a thousand. He's like, I ordered a thousand. <laughs> he was handing them out to people. He was handing them out and he's yeah. like, it shows if people want them. I just tell them to Venmo me, whatever. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think stickers are smart like that. Who makes them? I don't know. There's some company in town that's been making them for a bunch of people, so we're going to get the info and do it. Are you going to make one? I want yourself? to. Yeah, fuck it. That'd be funny. I want a cool stick. It should just be you on an IV trip. Me on an IV. <laughs> Honestly, you with an IV? That's that Actually, uh, that would be good for the podcast. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Vape in one hand, IV on the other arm. <laughs> so, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How long have you lived in Austin? I grew up in Round Rock. Okay. So, just north of here. Your whole and- life. Yeah, Austin's always been the home city. Like, ever since I had friends that could drive, I would come down to Austin for shit. So, so how do you like the change? I like it. Um, it's, in, like, I try to put it into perspective for people of, I'm 26. Yeah. When my parents moved here in 1990, mm-hmm. 
my dad used to go dove hunting where Dell headquarters is now. Really? Yeah, in Round Rock. Jesus. Like, that's how much it's changed in 30 years. And so when I was growing up in Round Rock, it was like small town vibes. You know, there were a couple subdivisions, whatever. It's yeah. not nearly as big as it is now. And then Austin, I was in high school like right when, I think it was kind of like the last little bit of it being like the live music capital. And like that was what we were famous for, yeah. you know, before all of the tech really hit and now comedy, of course. And we still have the music. But like when I was in high school, it was great because it was like, I would say I was a fan of like five different bands and I was one of those kids who was like, I love this band and no one knows about them, da da da. And then they you all were a, so you were a hipster. After. I was one of those annoying hipsters, but it was fun because like everyone kind of was like that yeah. with different bands. Yeah. So like everyone had their own little clique of like me and my four friends like this band and no yeah. one else knows about them. And then like when they hit it big at South by or hit it big at whatever, then like everyone knew about it and you're like, I told you. What was a band that you knew of before? Walk the Moon. Really? Walk the Moon, fun. I saw Imagine Dragons open for AWOL Nation. Well, fun's not good. I like fun. I, have you I like seen him live? I have not seen them live, actually. He's awful. Oh, I'm sure. He's kind of like on a lot of drugs. They're, so fun's from Austin? No, um, they were just one that would play here a lot. Okay. Um, but I saw Imagine Dragons open for AWOL Nation at Emo's East on Riverside. Wow. And then, like, the next time they came through two years later, Imagine Dragons was headlining the Frank Irwin Center with, like, thousands of people. Wow. So that was, like, an interesting blow That's up. That's cool. Yeah. Like, we were just going to see AWOL Nation. So you, you, you helped a terrible band like Imagine Dragons. Totally. Yeah. Up. Supported them all the way. Ready to rock up. <laughs> is, yeah. is that Imagine Dragons? Radioactive. Radioactive. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, we went to go They're see AWOL Nation, right? I love AWOL Nation's great. Well, Imagine Dragons puts on a fun live show. Yeah. Like, AWOL Nation was popular when I was in, when we were in high school. And then we didn't know Imagine Dragons was on the ticket until we got there. And then, like, we got there and they, like, had a better set than AWOL Nation did. Did they really? Yeah, they're just so fun live. They just yeah. get the crowd going and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just, oh, uh, you, you'll probably be mad about this one too. 21 Pilots is another one. I like 21 Pilots. I, They're not bad. I like their shit. I don't I like, know. It's like, it's like mainstream angst. Yeah. I just find it interesting that they figured out a way to do like alternative rock, but the guy raps somehow still and he's yeah, just yeah. a dorky white guy. They're both dorky white guys. They are, but the one doesn't talk. <laughs> so he doesn't one, talk at all? He doesn't really say much. Oh. But it was funny, like when. Do you think that's a band decision? <laughs> He's like, I do all the talking. You just sit in the back and yeah. you just drum. You're like, dude, you talk about QAnon too much. You get to do the drums, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Out of the two of them, the drummer's for sure the QAnon guy. If I had to pick. <laughs> that's cool though that you've gotten to see these bands like blow up. Yeah. So it was just like a fun. It was fun to just have that Austin kind of experience, and then. Um, I went to UT too, so I never even left for college. Like, wasn't planning on that. Um, and then once I got out, like that was, I graduated college in 2017. So like the last four years, it's just been like watching the city steadily grow faster and faster, just snowball effect. And yeah. for me, like I get the point of people being like, oh, it's congested now. Cause it wasn't, in, the infrastructure's not there for a ton of people, um, or the number of people that we have. But at the same time, now, if you're from Austin and you like it and you like being in Texas or you like just this city, you don't have to move for opportunities, especially mm -hmm. performers. Like, I, I I find it to be a good thing that yeah. all these clubs are coming here and there might be some shakeups and, you know, who knows what and who does what and who's friends with who, but it's like, that's all just bullshit. Like, in the long run... Yeah, it doesn't matter who you're connected with. Yeah, in the long run, it's like... If you're just a good comic, you'll be fine. Yeah, and also, like, in the long run, it's like, 
before things really started kicking off, at least in comedy, we had one club. If you wanted to get paid any significant amount of money, you had to get in with that one club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the people that were in weren't getting, like, enough regular work to consider that their also, job. Also, I've been kind of know? on a war with the alt Austin scene. The oh, alt. yeah? Oh, yeah, because they suck. Because <laughs> they're fucking assholes. Oh, my gosh. Did, okay, well, you don't need to drop names, but, like, has anything specific happened? It, it, no, it, I, I really don't go around since I moved here. But it was, like, before I moved here, before, like, the boom happened in Austin, it was like, anytime I came here and you would try to do spots, they acted like they were doing the Lord's work. Oh, yeah, like giving you the stage time. Oh, yeah, they're like, I guess. Like, <laughs> I, it took me, I, I'd been doing comedy four years before I could do a spot in Austin. Really? On a show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was unpaid, and it was like a g audition Like a spot. guest spot? Yeah, it was an audition spot at this cool venue, but I was just like, yeah, but I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Like, I, like, and then they're like, yeah, this next guy's fucking wild. And then he just goes up there and just, like, fucking makes Gremlin 2 references for 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. He's not. I was like, he's your fucking. Like, has, has he seen a movie in the last yeah. decade? <laughs> he's your A-plus guy. Yeah. So it was just, like, that pretentious yeah. fucking, you know, uh, fucking, we don't care if, we don't care that you hit the road and that Whoa. you're working. It's all that. It's like we we're just doing, you know. We're just feeling it. Yeah, I mean, we're just doing shroomies and telling jokes. Shroomies and telling our classic, like amazing jokes. No, I I find myself in an interesting position with all of this because obviously I know everyone in all of the stages yeah. of the scene since I've started comedy. I mean, yeah. I've I've only been doing it three years, so like some of the people who were in it before me, obviously I don't know, but. Um, I just find it interesting that so many people would run shows like that and some still do. Yeah. Just because like when I got into it, I was mind blown at the fact that anyone could get on stage if they worked hard enough. Because yeah. in acting, it's not like that. It's yeah. very like gatekeepery and there's obviously still that in stand up. It but, is. Like, but like anyone can go to an open mic and get better. And That's if, true. And, and even if everyone hates you. You can go to so many open mics and work on it so much that, like, you eventually kind of have to get booked. Yeah. You know? And, and my so thing it's is, like, it was just weird because I'm, I try to be a nice guy to everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'll, whether you're new or you've been doing a long time, if you're just cool, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Like, I, that's how Dallas was when I started. A lot of older guys talked to me when I was yeah. in comics. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Right. But it, it was just weird coming here every time coming to Austin. And it was just fucking, just so standoffish. And so pretentious. Like, yeah. I remember once I got a guest spot at uh, Cap City when they were open. Mm -hmm. And none of the comics on the show were ta would talk to me until after my set. That's so like, weird. I was like, hey, I'm Tony. I'm from Dallas. How long have you guys been doing stand-up? And, like, one guy literally just turned his seat around. <laughs> and I was just like, cool, man. All right, dude. Yeah. That's so interesting. So I mean, it was. It, so now I'm kind of happy yeah. that they are kind yeah, not happy. It sounds kind of dickish. It does, <laughs> well, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like, oh, now they're getting set behind and they're not invited to the big show. And it's like, yeah, man, I don't really want to, you know, we don't want to invite you to the big show if you treat people like shit. Yeah, and it, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, Jen Fulweiler, right? Yeah. So I'm convinced that one of the reasons her and I became friends so fast was because I was only a couple weeks into doing open mics yeah. when I met her. And I still didn't really know anyone. There were like two people that were nice to me at open mics. And like whenever I'd see them, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Like I yeah, can yeah. talk to them. 
And then Jen was super nice to me the first time we met. And that was her first time actually going to an open mic and like Trying working out. out. Cause she's done public speaking and like comedy writing. And she always incorporated jokes into her, her speaking for years. But she was like, I want to learn actual stand up. Yeah, yeah. So she was, she was ahead in a lot of ways. Cause she knew how to handle herself on stage. She knew how to sort of like make jokes on stage. But now it was really like, I'm going to sit down writing for stand up. Yeah. So she hit the open mics, you know? And, um, she was the first like woman that I saw with a notebook at an open mic. And, okay. and I was like, oh shit, that must be a female comic I haven't <laughs> met yet. Yeah. And so I just started talking to her and she was nice. And I think about it because it did kind of feel like you just kind of have to weasel your way in. And as I like talked to more people in the scene, as I came around more often, the excuse a lot of people will say is like, well, yeah, if you're a new person in town, like going to open mics, we don't know if you're actually going to stick around. So we don't want to yeah. like invest time in getting to know you. And then you just don't show up. And to me, I was like, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, just be nice. But there's a difference. And I get that too, where it's like, I'm not going to, because you'll see the turnaround every fucking yeah. six months. It's a new patch of crew. Right. People leave, a couple stay. Yeah. But it's like, I get that. But it's like, if if I'm just chilling and someone just sits at the table, I'm not going to be like, what are you doing here? Like, unless yeah. they're like crazy and they just say fucked up shit. Right. Then, yeah, then we'll, we'll then we'll address we'll it. We'll address it and distance ourselves. But if it's just a fucking kid, that's yeah. Just, Cause most standups are just awkward nerds. Right. That's why I'm a standup. I was an awkward nerd. <laughs> and it's, so I'm not going to, I'm not just going to be a dick to someone. So yeah. when I see it, especially like JY cotton, for instance, is my favorite human. I love him because Jay, he is goofy he gives a shit, and he's nice. He will treat everybody the same, whether you're new, whether you're like in the yeah. middle of your career, or whether you're big. Yeah, he, he has. He treats everybody, even if he disagrees with you. Yeah, I literally made a joke to him when we were at Creek on Saturday about like, oh yeah, Jay. I was like, Jay, not a big Allison fan, which is not true. Yeah, we're yeah, good yeah. friends. I was like, yeah, Jay, not a big <laughs> Allison fan, and he goes. He goes, well, he goes, no, I love you, but you also stand for everything I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the most on-brand yes. way to describe Jay White. Cotton. Oh, yeah. And, and, but that's what I love about him. It's like, he'll be 100% honest and we don't always have to agree. Yeah. But it's just like honesty and it's fun. Yeah. We give each other shit. And it's like, that's what comedy's all about. Right. But it's when it's the, the, the fucking old guard. And then you see their act and it's not even that good. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck are you? I had one girl. Uh, we went to an open, it was like my first week in the town moving here. We went to one of the, the old guards open mic. And me and Dan Carney were there. Oh, and yeah. before me and Dan went up, she looked at us and then she went on the mic and she goes, I feel like I have to tell you this. This is a non-transphobic, non-racist, non-homophobic, non-this. <laughs> like gave us a whole list. If you joke about any of those topics, I'm cutting your mic off. <laughs> and I was like, first off, fuck you that you think my act my act is about putting ranch you're in like, my fucking tent. You're like, like I'm you, a silly boy. Yeah, I'm a silly goose boy. Like, yeah. And it's so I went up on stage and I just go, you go, I go, I'm gay. I go, I'm homophobic. I'm transphobic. I'm racist. But guys, it's okay. Because I'm born this way. And I just walked off. So I was just like, oh, your mic is awful. Yeah. Your mic is awful. Oh, shit. And then she, the next guy, she's like, your next comic's the real treat. And it was a guy who'd been doing comedy for two months, but I think she, he was fucking her. So he's like, oh, yeah. He's a real, he's treat. A real treat. He's just on stage, just like, HB is. HB is pretty big. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's a real fucking treat. The face that you made was so on point. HB is just so. 
It's just so, it's so good. It's like a little inherently Donald Trumpish. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Those people hate Trump. It's because they are Trump. <laughs> Hipsters, those, dude, those, those, I, cause Denton was full of that. Yeah. Denton was full of fucking, ugh. They think like, they're liberals, but they're acting just like the people they hate. Yeah. Dude, I went to film school and the, <laughs> the worst were those pretentious people. They're like, you've never seen the French movie, We? Oh God. And I was like, I was like, what? They're like, yeah, it, they, <laughs> there's only 14 DVDs of it. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, where would I have seen we? You know what I mean? Where the fuck where would, I, would I have seen that thing? You have to go into the woods and at then, 2 a.m. <laughs> and then you would watch their movies, and it was just pretentious, just like, daddy, daddy survived the war. <laughs> but the war on, on, the war on poverty is still... It's still happening today. I'm like, it's a seven-minute short film. And we're tackling the war on poverty and also war? You're going to tackle both subjects? And then they, I would make movies. Like, my, my favorite movie I made was this horror movie. It's a horror comedy about, like, this Girl Scout uh, who has to sell her last box of cookies. Okay. The guy says no, so she tortures him. Oh, shit. But it's like, I got it. It was funny because it's right. like a Girl Scout. It's a Girl Scout. Fucking torturing. It's like silly. Like, yeah. over the top. Just, it's just silly, stupid comedy. Right. And they would be like... You spent your time <laughs> making that? And I was like, hey, hey, guess how many people fell asleep while watching my movie? Zero. <laughs> I, I started snoring, and it's nine minutes long. <laughs> Mine didn't even need subtitles, bitch. I walked out. <laughs> I, it's just like, this, this movie. It's, dude, left-wing hipsters are like Trump because they're yeah. as pretentious <laughs> They're as fucking terrible. But they're not as funny. They have terrible taste. <laughs> just like Trump. Funny. And they're not funny. Trump was at least funny sometimes. Yes. And guess what? He didn't what? mean to be, but. And guess what? Like, fucking a lot of those fucking dudes that wear the feminist shirt. Right. And they, every time you meet them, they're like, I'm a feminist. So I can never make fun of a woman ever. <laughs> Are the rapists. Like, dude, oh, yeah. there were town people in my town. They would wear the feminist flags. They would go to all the feminists. They're like, I stand with every woman and I would never, right. I would never hold the door open to a woman because they can hold the door for open themselves. for themselves because they're strong. And then they're the ones fucking beating the shit out of them. Oh, like, yeah. It is bad. Or they'll use the feminism to like convince a girl that it's not abuse. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, honey. Like, I just did this for you because you're strong and like you can handle it. If oh. I can hit a guy, I can hit a girl too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like... Yeah, being able to be a woman is, is pure. That's equal, true equality. Yeah, equality. <laughs> if women can rape us, I can rape a woman. <laughs> so that's equality. You know what? If a woman tried to rape me, I would let her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, I gave her my one signed copy of We Afterwards. <laughs> Great film. There's only 14 of them. That yeah, was a big price. I own all of them because I'm also the director. <laughs> it's all, dude, it's all... It's that fake hip yeah. bullshit. It's that fake, like, my thing is, like, and everybody dresses like a detective now <laughs> from the 1940s. <laughs> like, I, I said that in an open mic yesterday. I was on an open mic. I and didn't even just, <laughs> There's just, like, a cool table. It's either a detective from the 1940s or, like, a, a meth head gas station attendant from Kansas. Yes. They wear, like, the, the shirt, you know, the, the graphic tee cut it's off. The graphic tee. The, the, the bad grown-in mustache. Long hair, probably. Like it's, and they're like, and I'm like, those are the hot people? 
No. Like, I get it when the athletes are like, that guy's hot. I'm like, hey, he has a good body, you know? Right. They're fucking, that's a hot guy. But it's just like fucking ugly people. Yeah. And they wear dirty clothes and they're like, I'm hot now. And I'm like, no, you're still. Yeah, no, the, the hygiene levels, especially in Austin, are very low. The standards are so low. I was talking. Ugly with, boys fooled women. Dude, I was talking <laughs> with someone <laughs> about this the other day. I'm like, you know, the bar is low when people think you're gay just because you shower regularly. Oh, yeah. You know, like you've got a clean haircut and oh, you yeah. like wear shoes that are together and your jeans don't have holes. I'm like, oh, he's gay for sure. Oh, yeah. That's it. Like, okay, I didn't realize testosterone levels indicated cleanliness. Oh, that's the crazy. <laughs> it's, dude, it's fucking wild. <laughs> it's fucking this city it's it's i i have to get used to that yeah because I, I, I came from denton so i'm used to it right but it's like it's just at a, a grander there's a lot more of it yeah yeah and it's like people wear it as it is their their flag a little bit they're prideful about it they're happy that they can do that and it's their way of getting attention but yeah. it's also like annoying and everyone's doing it so why would you just join that also just let people like what they like yeah, that's the other thing, right? It's like the hipster mentality of like, I can't believe you like that. That was so lowbrow. And it's like, like, um, fart jokes are always going to be hilarious. Yeah, you so. like, like Age of Ultron? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Age of Ultron. <laughs> they brought Captain America, fucking Iron Man, Black Panther. Like, who doesn't love a good yeah. Marvel movie, The bro? Guardians all on one screen. Yeah. Fucking like, yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me more explosions. But yeah, I still watch. I'm pretentious with movies. I've seen fucking weird movies. Yeah. Fucking one of my favorite movies last year was Lighthouse. And it was a movie <laughs> where Robert Pattinson fucks a mermaid. Yes. So yeah, I love that movie. You <laughs> dude, know? Dude, didn't you say you were trying to like get your dad to watch a movie with you one time? And he like <laughs> still just gives you shit for so it I showed him, day. <laughs> I showed him the movie The Foxcatcher. Okay. So it's a, it's a great. Steve Carell. Yeah. It was one of his first like serious like roles. Right. Got Oscar nominated. Mark Ruffalo's in it. Yeah. Fucking Channing Tatum's great in it. Great cast. And it's a true story about uh the DuPont. What's his name? Something DuPont. And he 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 uh he funded the wrestling Olympic wrestling team. Okay. But he was just just crazy son of a crazy billionaire. And he was a little nuts. Okay. And he started getting obsessed with the team. And yeah. Kind of there there was like they say that he was like uh, a closeted homosexual yeah. and he, he kind of fell in love with them. Yeah. And then when they didn't reciprocate, he got mad and he shot one of them. Oh, like, shit. Like, it's a great... Uh, why, the movie's great, but also the documentary on Netflix is great, too. Interesting story. John DuPont. John DuPont. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. And um, so we watched that movie and it's a slow burn. Yeah. It's a slow burn, you know? It's a drama. <laughs> it's not a Marvel. Yeah, and we watch <laughs> it and my dad just goes, that is the worst movie I've ever seen. The worst film. It it was just it just dragged and it just dragged and it just dragged. And then like that was like in high school. Right. I was in high school. Right. And now anytime I go home, I'm like, Dad, we should watch a movie. He goes, I hope it's nothing like that fuck catcher movie. Cause that movie was terrible. I it, feel like that's such a dad thing oh, to yeah. hold a grudge oh, like that. Yeah. Cause he doesn't actually care. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to give you shit. And then I then I showed him Eric Andre's movie and I thought he would hate that. And he loved it. Like the other day, he texted me. He goes, "I'm at work." He goes, "What was that one movie where the guy gets accidentally naked?" And I go, uh, "Bad Trip." And he goes, "Yeah, that's it. Thanks. That's it." Yeah, <laughs> like I'm talking to the boy. Yeah, boys. Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, we're at the coffee break. We got to talk about this shit. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's funny. Um, well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about actual comedy. We okay. talked about some bad like 
crazy experiences, yeah. but like you've been getting to do some cool stuff. You've been torn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when let's let's do the the love story with Rocky. Yeah. How, how did you kind of start working together? So I got I, I've told this on our podcast, I mean Rocky's podcast. Welcome to Brookwood. Check it out. It's so co-host set and co-host it. But uh, first time I met with Rocky, I he texted me because there was this guy named Dustin Sims, good yep. guy. I work with him too. And Rocky was featuring for him at the time. So I get a text. They're like, hey, you want to come out host for us? This amount of money, you know, you do this much time. I was like, yeah, sure. And I thought Rocky hated me. Really? Yeah, because after the show, I thought he was fantastic. We didn't talk a lot before the show. Right. But I saw a set, and I was like, this guy's fucking funny. He's so good. He's so good. And then after the show, I'm walking out the I was like, where's Rocky? And then I walk out the club, and he's just sitting on some stairs smoking a cigar. As always. He and always has a cigar. He always has a cigar. So we're sitting there, and he's just smoking a cigar, and I go, hey, man, it was a pleasure working with you. And he goes, hey, you did all right. <laughs> and then I go, huh? <laughs> and then I walk away, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm never going to work with that guy again. Right. And then cut to like three, four months later, he was headlining, and he texted me. He goes, hey, man, come out feature for me and uh, bring a buddy that can host. That would be cool. Yeah. I was like, cool. And then he walks right in the green room. I'm already there. And he just goes, Chowdy, big dog. And he just gives <laughs> me up. And I was just like, Wait, we're we're cool. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, <laughs> no, I think he was just like in a mood or something that day. Because Rocky gets in moods. I get in moods. He gets in moods, but also like he just is like that sometimes. Yeah. He'll just fuck with you and just like not actually be what he, like he, he probably thought you had a great set. And then yeah. he was like, I'm not going to give this to him. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little hazing. Give Yeah, give me a little shit. And then like, so we, we did that show together and it went well. And then he said, anytime I'm in Texas, hit me up. So uh, I did San Antonio with him. And then uh, he moved to Austin. Yep. And then he was like, hey, man, you should come down here. Yeah. And uh, so it's like me and Lee Kimmerl are his two openers. And nice. he, he splits time between us. So. Yeah. It's really That's, cool. Rocky's one of my the funniest ones to me of people who moved to Austin. Because yeah. he's such a deep south boy. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he's not in certain ways. But he sounds like it, and he just looks like an Alabama he's from guy. Alabama boy. He yeah. looks like I, when I found out he was twenty eight, I was like, "There's no way you're twenty eight. Like, oh, he's pissed that we all look so young because <laughs> he looks like forty and he's I about he to was die. Thirty eight. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the cigars, dude. Dude, we were on a road trip. We were driving back from Nashville, Tennessee. We're in his little. He's making it's fucking money. spark. Yeah, he's dude. making money now, and he has a spark. And we're just he's like, proud of it too. Our like our elbows on each other's dicks. That's how small <laughs> it is. And it was like fucking 13 hours. He would smoke a whole cigar, he'd stop at a gas station, get some drinks, and then light up another cigar. Ugh. He smoked about like six cigars. Like at one point, I was just, my head was out the window <laughs> just to get some fresh air. Just like, <gasps> like Jeez. I smelled like, and then we got to, we, we did a Red Band show that night when we got into town. And I, we had to go straight from our car to the show. So we get changed real quick. I give Red Band a hug and he goes, You smell like an ashtray. <laughs> I was like, I've been driving in an ashtray. With Rocky. Yeah. And then I was like, I was driving with Rocky. He goes, Okay, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, because you guys were late that night. You like, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize you were literally driving in and that's why you were late. That's troopers. Oh, yeah. And y'all both had great sets that night, too. It was fun. Yeah. Wow. Smoking in the car bothers me. Why? Because I just don't want my car to smell like that. Yeah, you can. You know? ch- I smoke cigarettes in my car. I don't do it anymore, but you can get it out. 
I mean, I get it if you're like hanging it out the window or something. No, yeah. He's like, windows up, bitch. The ashtray is just like a fucking can. Hot boxing you with tobacco. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, it's the tobacco. It's just like. Well, the tobacco just sticks. You know, like any other smoke is pretty easy to just air out. Yeah. But the tobacco, like I was at, I had the worst gig I've ever done. Uh, My friend Craig was headlining in um, Liberty Hill. Where's that at? It's like. 30 minutes northwest of here. Okay. It's like just past Cedar Park. Okay. So it's nearish to Austin. And I know about it because my family goes hunting, and that's the last town we drive through before oh, we no. like, get out to the booth. Yeah. But it's like a town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's like this shitty, like, dive bar behind a gas station situation. <laughs> I pull up and I'm like, oh, I knew this intersection. This is where we stop for gas before we can't get gas anymore. <laughs> and there's a bar behind it. And so we go, and I walk in, and immediately smoke everywhere. And I was like, of course, they're allowed to smoke inside. Oh, yeah. Wor- worst show I've ever done. Like, all everyone up there, even one of the guys opening is really good at crowd work and really good with rowdy crowds. They would not let us finish a premise. Really? It was, like, heckling to the extreme from everyone. They were just in there to make each other laugh and have a good time and get drunk. It was a Friday night in a small town in Texas. Yeah. They're smoking inside, you know. They were there for the comedy yeah, show, yeah. but they were just there to fuck around. To raise so, some hell. Yeah. So, I, like, anyone would start a premise, and yeah. they would interrupt the premise halfway through. <laughs> And so then it would cut off the joke and we'd say the punchline and no one would get it. And we'd be like, okay, well, let's just talk, I guess. <laughs> you know, it just turned into a conversation. But I left that bar and my car smelled like cigarette smoke just because the smoke stuck to my hair Jeez. and my clothes. My car smelled like cigarette smoke for a week. Really? Yeah. That's how sticky it is. I was like, oh, fuck. I need to just Especially get your detailed. hair. Oh, yeah. The hair. Well, I have a lot of hair, <laughs> but like it, it'll hold, it'll hold smell. Like if you don't wash it. Yeah. Yeah. The cigarette smoke. And there was one time when I went to uh, a hot spring and it was a hot spring because it was on like a bed of sulfur <laughs> and I decided I was going to swim in it. And so the smell of sulfur, like rotten eggs was in my hair for two weeks and I shampooed like every day. Why'd you s- s- swim in sulfur? Cause it felt good. <laughs> It was a hot Did it spring. smell like shit while you were swimming? It smelled pretty bad, yeah. But it was like, I mean, it was clean water. It just smelled bad because it was like a little more sulfurous than normal. And like that was, it then was why like. why you don't go in sulfur? <laughs> Is sulfur healthy for no, you, Charles? You don't drink sulfur. That's, there's my gross story for you. I was like, I'm going to taste this mineral water. No, it's you like didn't. Topo Chico. Yeah, I tasted it. And we were camping with Baldo, actually. One yeah. of the guys that was in here earlier. Me and Baldo go traveling together a lot. We were camping. We went to this hot spring. We came back to the tent. All's good. Middle of the night, I wake up and I have chills. Yeah. And at the same time, my brain realizes you need to puke and poop right now. Uh. And I just barely, like, got out of the tent and just, like, ran into the woods and just, like, found a tree to hold on to. It was just not. Just each hole? Both holes. Oh. Not ladylike at all. Just yeah. in and out. Just yeah, just, uh, yeah, power, power puke. It was not good. But yeah. That's a pretty good superpower if you could, like, control <laughs> it. Just, like, defend people off from both sides. Just, you know? That's how you prevent sexual assault right there. Just, yeah. <laughs> no, there'd be a, a creepy guy's like, this, girl, this girl's cool. Where's your OnlyFans link? <laughs> I want to subscribe. <laughs> Yep. Well, cool. Um, that's a <laughs> fucking great. 
Well, <laughs> story. How do we so, segue? So from yeah, that? so I met Rocky, and so I we we started doing a started podcast touring. with Charles. He's because he had that it. podcast before, right? And it and was a st- different structure. Yeah, it was just him. Yeah, and he needs my talent. You know, <laughs> you got to keep him afloat. Oh yeah, he's gonna fire me for saying that. But yeah, he'll know, rehire me the next been, day. Yeah, he's been firing you every day. I, I get fired every day. Are you Rocky's Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then Charlie's my yeah. And then and then I'm Charlie's Rocky. I because I get it so much. I have to you know I have to throw it out. We need to get Charlie a Charlie because before long he's just gonna end up killing all of us. You think? Yeah. He'll he'll get a girlfriend. He could be. <laughs> he kind of does look like that the, swimmer that got in trouble. That college swimmer. Oh shit! The yeah yeah. He was at UT, wasn't Brock, he? Brock, whatever. Yeah. Oh no, that was a California guy. The Brock guy. He only got like parole or something. And the dumb. Yeah. <laughs> You look like uh, Charles. You look like every bad fraternity person, though. To be fair, I know you're a sweetheart. Charles is a sweetheart, but your look. Thank you. We we went over this in uh, episode three of Welcome to Brookwood. Yeah, you yeah. Might check Charlie's that out. look. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't have a good look. He looks like well, he looks like the Germans. A wet dream, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we found his heritage. Oh yeah. yeah. Are you like a hundred percent German? Guess what um, Charlie's last name is? It's Charlie Himmler. <laughs> I'm fifty percent German. Fifty percent. Well, you're German too. Yeah. You lived in Germany, right? Yeah, but I'm a funny German. I'm a friendly German. <laughs> I'm post World War II German. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm David Hasselhoff German. David. <laughs> so I've been looking for freedom. That German. That German. Yeah. The one that won the Americans back. Yeah, yeah. And convinced us to bring all the scientists over here. See, that's it. <laughs> that's one thing Americans don't like talking about. Is out there? They, How we bought all the Nazi doctors? Oh, we fucking and we're like, hey, come over here, create us a death bomb, and we'll fucking. <laughs> I need to stop reading Reed's Instagram stories and bringing up conspiracies on the podcast. Wait, you you told me that you get all your news from him. Oh yeah, well no, that's not tr- <laughs> that's that's not true. I get all of my alt news from Reed. I love Reed Becker to death, but sometimes we'll just be hanging out. <laughs> we're just hanging out, you know, sipping some beers, maybe smoking a weed. And then he'll just be like, fucking George Soros is doing it again. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about it, Reed? You want me to go up to George Soros' house and be like, hey, stop it. Like, I'm not going to, I can't. He did this podcast. He was the first re- episode we ever recorded. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what we started talking about. It got a little conspiratorial, but all he said was like, I'm not trying to turn this into a flat earth discussion, but, and I was like, Reed? <laughs> We don't have time for that, you know. Does he think the Earth is flat? <laughs> Direct quote: I don't know if We're gonna the Earth. I, I need to ask him that real quick. I don't know if the Earth is flat or round. I'm just saying they could be lying to us either way. He literally just texted me. Oh shit! Did he text me? No, he he was no. asking me a question, so I'm literally calling him real quick. Oh man, we're <laughs> first live calling on the podcast. <laughs> Read Marshall Becker. What's up, bud? What are you doing? Yo, Reed, I'm on air with Allison. I'm doing her podcast. <laughs> and your name came up. And I just brought up, uh, do you think the Earth is flat? Oh, I don't give a shit about flat Earth. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, thank God. We just wanted, your name was thrown out, and then Allison was like, oh, I think he might be flat Earth. Like, you brought it up. I you- said, I said, you made a comment that was like, I don't want to start a flat Earth debate. And then I was like, wait, is Reed a flat Earther? So we just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> 
interesting, but <laughs> okay. The, the truth is, uh, I mean, most of that shit, like you know, have you ever been to space? I've never been to space, so I don't care. It doesn't really change anything. It doesn't change the Federal Reserve or the IRS or anything that actually matters. There we go. Okay, there we go. Okay, we just wanted to clear it up, and uh, I'll answer your text once this is over. <laughs> Uh, like Sam Tripoli said, we're either we're being lied to. We're probably a lot farther out in the universe, or we haven't been at all. It's one of the two, but I don't know which we're one. We're just being lied to. That's the that's the lesson. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're being lied to for sure. Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> can I ask you one more question? How how do we find our truce? Uh, our our truce with what the aliens? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, probably over a night of drinking. To be honest with you. <laughs> See, that's good. Okay, that's a reasonable response. <laughs> that's actually a really great response. <laughs> yeah. it's just like... That's how shit usually gets done, if you ask me. So. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll call you back in a little bit. All right, there you go. Love you. Bye. I was hoping he would be like, eat a mushy and then you'll know God. Yeah, eat a shroomy. Eat a shroomy. <laughs> that was a lot wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Y'all so end the conversation, are we... like, love you, bye. Yeah. Do you yeah. think we, we're, we're, we've been to space? Like humans? Yes. Oh, oh, you mean like you're talking the about moon landing, the moon landing. Or do you think, do you think, what's his face directed it? I uh, think... Kubrick. Kubrick. Do you think Kubrick directed oh, it? Oh, okay. I think we did because, Thank I think you. we did go to space because the... Uh, this is what's funny. Like, there, my favorite version of the moon landing conspiracy is that we didn't go to space. Yeah, Kubrick directed it, and then he intentionally fucked up the shadows to make it seem like he was not the one to direct it. <laughs> I literally just heard this the other day. They were like, "The biggest piece of proof is that the shadows are off," and someone goes, "Well, I think Kubrick did direct it." <laughs> They were like, he's the worst person to choose as like the shadows as being the excuse because he does candlelit scenes all the time and he knows how to work with light. So he probably intentionally fucked up the shadows to make it seem like he wasn't the one that did it. And Jesus. Yeah, so that's how wormholy my last conversation about this got. So you so do you believe I think we went to the moon? You think so? I think I think if Jeff Bezos could do it, I think the US could. Well, I mean, yeah, go. definitely we de Jeff Bezos just did and Virgin just did. The thing that the thing that kind of gets me on that one is how behind the technology was. Yeah. But that's also how behind the mainstream technology was. Like whatever we're seeing the government doing right now, we're that's 20 years ago. Like whatever we're seeing them release now, they were designing that in 2000. Yeah. Like my dad used to work for IBM and uh Oh, my uncle worked for IBM. Yeah, and they have all sorts of engineering departments and so one day I got to like visit his office and he brought me brought me through the engineering department and this was like 2000, 2002, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. And they were creating the first smart uh, fr refrigerators. Really? Like the fridges that would like tell you when your milk is getting light. So add it to the grocery list. Like kind of like a precursor to Alexa or the current ones on, on the market. But like you just started seeing those refrigerators really on the market the last couple of years. Wow. You know? So I was like, if IBM is working on this and this is not classified and I can just be a seven-year-old kid visiting their dad at work and he can show this to me. Yeah. I'm like, the government's got to be so many decades ahead technologically that they're just not telling us. So the argument of we didn't have the technology back then makes sense for what we understood, but who knows what technology they actually had, you yeah. know? They, they made nuclear bombs. Yeah. In the 40, I think we could go to space. Yeah. Yeah. The nuclear bomb is so crazy, too. Like, this is Aaron taking out my thing. Thank you so much. And knocking my microphone. Um... 
The nuclear bomb is so interesting. I remember, like, did they teach you about that in school? Like, how mm. it works and all that shit? Yeah. I just remember being like, first of all, we didn't know what an atom was 100 years ago. Yeah. And then suddenly we're like, let's try splitting it. And it's the worst thing you could <laughs> ever do. Yeah, it's like splitting a Kardashian. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. No. That's why they're always together. That That's why they always, because if you split them, they start yelling. They're like, ah. <laughs> I just took that sexually. You split a Kardashian, you get a kid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they've been split a lot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Sounds like I'm taking Tony's IV out. If you're okay with that, do you need to leave, Aaron? Uh, we're both leaving. You're leaving. Okay. I'm hey, tra- I'm hey. trying to do it. I promise. I, I promise. I'm. I, yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah. I, I've hung I, out with Allison. Yeah, I, I've never. <laughs> Allison's great, but I've never said, "Hey, Allison, can you take can needles you take out a of me?" Needle out. <laughs> well, now next time, if we want to buy some crack from that guy on the corner, okay. Wait, no, you don't. You don't inject crack. That's how little I do these street drugs. You don't inject That's crack, a little? right? I hope you've never done them. Yeah, I've never done those. Just the fun, just the fun ones. Just weed, you know. Just weed. Just some shroomies once in a while. <laughs> Some shroomies, a little acid. I've done a True Texan. I want to try. I want to try uh, fucking ecstasy. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Because Barbarella be- always plays their music in the creek in the cave backyard. I think I would. I would be great on ecstasy. I think I would be a lot of fun on ecstasy. Yeah, I'm it's a dancer. Fun. I'm a dancer by heart. Yeah, it's fun, and usually, um, yeah, it just makes you really happy. Usually, like, there's a slight difference with ecstasy and Molly, and that ecstasy sometimes is cut with other stuff. And Molly is just the pure thing. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it's, you're just really happy. Yeah. You know, Papa Did, Molly, go dancing. Have a good time. Can I just say, this is wild. The energy I'm getting from this thing is nuts. Are you feeling it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopped. Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 like, ready to fucking just kick someone. Fuck yeah. Like, go make tons of bank driving after this. I'm just going to be fucking Batman, just, like, kicking. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> delivering <laughs> here's your cheesesteak <laughs> oh, I man. hope it tastes alright here you go I saw the signal here's your food <laughs> <laughs> have you had any bad because we were talking earlier you do Uber some, or you Lyft you drive yeah. Lyft have you ever, ever had any bad experiences not any that like made me feel unsafe yeah definitely some crazy shit like you don't realize how little people pay attention to the driver until they're having like the most personal conversation ever in your back yeah. seat and you're trying to pretend like you're not listening. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of them like they just think you're not listening and it's like, bro, you're two feet away. You know, I had um, I was driving one night downtown and I got a call from this place called Pershing, which is like on the east side. And I know it as like the place where like the rich, young, yuppie business owners throw parties. Like, the on-it people throw parties there a lot. And I know that because these guys will go sometimes. But, yeah. like, I don't hang out there, you know. I know people who hang out there, but I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting called to Pershing. Who am I picking up, right? <laughs> I stop at this place. And it and they ordered a line, by the way. So I was giggling because I'm like, well, being cheap tonight. All right, we're ordering a Lyft line. It's like Uber pool. And so... um Pick these these two people up. She is, like, in a floor-length dress. Hair is done. Full makeup. He's in a suit. Like, they clearly were just at some shindig. And it's obvious immediately when they get in my backseat that he is hammered. Okay? Yeah. He is just, like, sloppy drunk. Jesus. And she's clearly not happy about it. And so no one else has ordered a ride on the line yet. So I start driving back towards their house. And they start talking. 
And he's like incomprehensible. She's like, I can't believe you got this drunk at my work event. It's so embarrassing. Like I just got this promotion. All of my bosses were there. Like, why can't you just drink less and like all this stuff? And he's just kind of sitting there like blackout drunk and just Jesus. like, uh, and he's like, not, <laughs> he's not even answering yeah. her nagging. And she's like, I just, she starts crying. She's like, oh. I just, I just, I just. <laughs> I'm just so scared. I just married an alcoholic. And and he's just like, well, I love you. I'm sorry. You know, and and then my phone dings because someone else just got added to the line. Oh, no. And we are in East 6 downtown at like midnight on a Saturday. Yeah. It's bumping, right? And so I hear the ding and I go back to go get this other person at another bar. And she's like, um, you just took the wrong turn. And I was like, oh, well. Your husband over here ordered a lift line and someone else just requested a ride on this same line. So we're all going to be riding together. <gasps> and she goes, you ordered a line? She literally just <laughs> was furious. <laughs> you ordered a line? And he's just like, well, I don't know what that is. I just, and he's like trying to show her his phone and he probably just accidentally oh, hit no. it because he was so drunk. And so I stop and it's these two like, probably barely 21-year-old college girls. Yeah. Like, they're not drunk. They're just clearly out for a couple drinks, having a good time, being yeah. buddies. And they open the back seat and see there's two people. So someone goes to go to the front, and the girl going to the back opens her door. And the woman with the husband opens her side, gets out, and she's just like, I'm done. I'm leaving. And she just gets out of the car and starts walking on 6th Street. Just In that go- full outfit. Full outfit. Jesus. Just goes... And then the husband's sitting in the middle seat like, what do I do? I don't know what, did she just, <laughs> is she really leaving? And and the two college girls just saw that part. They yeah. just saw her being like, I'm leaving. And then he was just like, what do I do? And she, and the girl in the back seat goes, go after her, win her back. You have to go apologize. <laughs> and the girl in the front's like, yeah, go get her. And they're both just like cheering him on. And so he like doesn't end the ride. He just also gets out. And no. so I like... There was, like, some glitch in Lyft where, like, I had to drop the other girls off. I brought them home. And then it wouldn't let me end the ride when I dropped them off because it thought that he was still in my car. So I just had to drive to the place that he... So you know where he, so he, I know where they live. Like I had to drive there and hit. Do you ever ride. just go check up on them? <laughs> no. Make sure that they're still together. I, I I would highly doubt it. Honestly, I hope they are. I hope they got help. But yeah, that was like the the rom com that happened in my backseat. <laughs> I had a girl once. She gets in my car, and it. So I, I pick her up in front of a bar, and by the time I pull up into the bar, she's drunk yelling at her boyfriend. She's just like, "You're a piece of shit!" Right? Yes. <laughs> Suck! <laughs> you kissed Becca! Like, just, it was bad. So, I was like, okay, we're gonna, because I usually play like eight, like 80s, like high energy. Yeah. Like, something know, most pop, people will you know, like. Everybody yeah. likes, just neutral. So, I was like, okay, let's, we're gonna need some Adele. So, I just, <laughs> I, I switched it to Adele playlist. She's just in the car, and I was, I literally, I just said, rough, you're having a rough night? She goes, let me. So the whole ride, she's like, he's just, he never liked my brother, my dad hates him, but I still love him. So it's like a 10 minute ride. Right. We finally get to her house. She's still going. Whole time, she's just like, and he's just one time, (laughs) just one time, I told him he loved me. 
just going off and so we get to her house i was like so we stop she just keeps going six more minutes just did uh, you just leave it on the yeah, ride stays on yeah yeah of course and then she just she keeps going at the time my, my dad always says you're bad with bad and stephanie and i do well believe him but he might be right and so she's just going off and uh then i was like oh, i'm so sorry you're having a rough night I go, but we're here. Right. She goes, I don't want to leave the car. And I go, okay. This is my place of business, lady. And she goes, I don't want to leave the car. (laughs) And I go, why not? And she goes, I just don't. And I just go, but I go, I go, I can't just hang out here with you. I'm losing money on you, bitch. And she goes, she literally goes. Could we go get some ice cream? And I just go, what? I go, yeah, I can't request. She goes, I'll give you $20. Oh. So I go, fine. So we take her to get her ice cream. And we get back. And then she just starts eating the ice cream in my in car. In the car. And then she's like a little bit more jovial. She's like, I told you, bad showers always just makes me feel better. Oh, no. And I'm just like, what? I go, what? am I your therapist now? And then she goes, she goes, oh, look, he's calling me. Guess who's not going to answer the phone? Me. And then hangs up. <laughs> and then I'm just like, all right. I go, is, can, so she like eats half her ice cream. I go, all right, can we like. Can go, you leave? Can we go inside now? And she goes, she goes, you know what? It's kind of cool we met. <laughs> it's kind of cool that we met. It's kind of like. <laughs> We 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 kind of like affected each other. Kind of like bonded. Yeah, she goes. We kind of affected each other's lives, didn't we? <laughs> and I just told her, I go, yeah, yeah, you affected my life, Shirley. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, me and you, what we could be, we could be friends, <laughs> me and you. And I go, I don't think I want to be your friend. <laughs> I'm your chauffeur. I'm your I'm your employee right now. Yeah, you but, don't understand social cues. Oh yeah, I I made. I made like 60 bucks on that drive. Dude, that's I, nice. Because it just kept on going. Yeah. And she tipped me, but it just just kept on. Just, 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 just. <laughs> it's, that's like, honestly, driving a rideshare like that is like the easiest way to remind you how many different lives people are living. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally picked up a guy from the Travis County Jail one night. No, you didn't. I did. I picked him up. It, it actually it was like a noon ride. Like it was like a Sunday afternoon Jesus. ride. And I was downtown. I was like, yeah, I'll turn it on for a little bit. First pickup, picking him up at the jail. He gets in the car and he's like so embarrassed. <laughs> he's like a tech sales guy and he got arrested for drunken disorderly, Jesus. whatever. You know, he was just black. Oh, no, he got a DWI. That's what it was. He was like caught driving drunk and had to go to jail for the night. And then they gave him the wrong address for where to go pick his car up. So we went to the first place and it's like clearly not where they impounded his car. (laughs) It's like across town. And he was even more embarrassed. He was like, I'm so sorry. This is the address. So he like calls the number and they're like, oh, we're over here. And it's another 20 minute ride. So, I mean, I made good money on that too. And he tipped me, but he was like talking to me about, you know, like, I can't believe I was at a work event last night. (laughs) 
I got blackout. I decided to drive home and yeah. I got pulled over. He's like, I cannot believe I've never had anything like this happen. Jeez. And I was like, dude, do your coworkers know? Because you were out with them all night. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to get shit tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't work in tech sales. Have you ever been arrested? No. No, uh, probably no. should. Probably should. I love have. your response. No. Probably should have a few times. Tony, like, I've never been no. arrested. No. No, I'm, I've been a pretty much a goody two shoes. I, I, yeah, I don't think. I think me and you are similar in that aspect. I think me and you would do very poorly in prison. Yeah, I would pretend like I can handle it, but I would be crying in my bunk for sure. We would both. You would get. You'd end up in female prison, <laughs> and you would just get some burly lesbian. Oh yeah. And she'd be like, Addison. You're my girlfriend yeah, now. For the next six to eight months, you are my toy. <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing would happen to me. Right. Tony, for the next six to eight months, you are my toy. Honestly, I feel a lot worse for you, though. Oh, like, yeah, because I have to get penetrated. Yeah, exactly. And a hole that usually doesn't, that doesn't get penetrated. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I can probably handle this butch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll just uh, braid her hair. Yeah. I let her braid my Tell hair, her she's too. she's pretty. Yeah. yeah I've seen you know? orange is the new black. Yeah. 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 We'll figure it out. Oh, there goes the nurse. Bye. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what time is it? Do you have another recording you have to get to? Uh, yeah, we're in hour 18. It's 5.28 p.m. Fuck yeah. Just making sure. Do you have a show tonight? No. Nice. We can talk for a little bit longer. I'm down. You want? I'm having fun. Ten, Charlie. Ten more minutes, giving Charlie. Us the ten. We'll do an hour thirty, all right, Charles. <laughs> Maybe if we would have started at three thirty, Charles. Yeah, when we were supposed to. We could, have, we could continue, bitch. <laughs> that was too far, Charlie. <laughs> Tony bitch. was the one that was late today too. Oh, ten minutes late. <laughs> Everybody's sleeping. Um. So you said you have a lot of crazy stories from on the road. Oh yeah. I'm sure you got a Rolodex. What are some of what's what's one that just stands out to you? Like craziest thing that's happened to you. When performing. So, my mentor, Butch, he, uh, loved the guy to death, but he's crazy. He's a His road, name's Butch? Butch Lord. Fuck yeah. Road dog. He's, he's crazy. Uh, good guy. Learned a lot of good stuff, but he, fucking, his vices, he loved his vices a little yep. bit. So, he hits me up and he goes, Tony, hey, hey man. <laughs> he, that's how he talked. He always wore, uh, let me give you a little visual detail. He looked like the animatronic of what Jack Sparrow looks like. On the Disney uh, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> yes. He looks like that, but with sunglasses that he wears, it doesn't matter, indoor or outdoor, if it's raining or shining. Because of the vices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just wears sunglasses. He goes, yeah. And then it, he's just always like, anytime you tell him like, hey, man, you put me on the show, he goes, ah, I smoke a lot of pot. Like that was always his, <laughs> and I go, Butch, I don't think it was the pot. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the other vice. Uh, so <laughs> he hits me up and he goes, hey, man, you want to go? He goes, you want to go to upstate New York? This after I've done another gig with him. We'd done Cuyahoga Falls together. Oh shit! And I go, I go, sure. And at Cuyahoga Falls, it was this club where it was two Armenian guys running the club, <laughs> Chef Tony and Pete. And like I, I made a hundred bucks the whole weekend. Chef Tony was really one of them. Yeah, he would That's always amazing. have a cigar in his mouth. And he was, he was actually well, the Chef best Tony. one. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he goes, you're, you're really funny for a little boy. <laughs> you're really funny for a little kid. And then Pete, he'd be like, you're. Terrible. He goes, <laughs> he goes, you're good, but you're terrible. He goes, he goes, this is the best comedy club in the whole world. And I go, yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, Pete. <sighs> like the, when Pete brought me up, it was, uh, he would go, he goes, you're headliner. He, he did the MC. To, he was like the, the God Mike. He goes, you're headliner. Wild, crazy guy, butler. 
Your feature, he Mexican, maybe illegal, Lorenz Rosales. <laughs> and now your MC, he could be boy, he could be girl. He is 13 year old. Give it up, <laughs> Tony. Like, that's how I got introduced on stage. Oh, no. Very flattering. So we had already done that gig. Some shit happened there. But Butch, a few months later, convinced me to go again. I told him I'm never going on the road again after uh, Kyoga Falls, and I should have. So he goes, <laughs> it's this gig in New York. He goes, you'll feature for me. It's a door deal. And he goes, I'll give you a percentage. So I was like, oh, I could make some real good bank. Right. And it's in his. It's next to his hometown. So he goes, we're going to get a lot of people to come out. Can I ask where it's at? Uh, it's in Jamestown. Jamestown. Jamestown, New York. It's where Lucille Ball was actually born. Oh, okay. So Butch was flying out there. And uh, me and my buddy Matt, we, we drive up there. And it's like a 20-something hour car It's a ride. long ride, yeah. We just drive straight through, me and him. <laughs> so we get there. And uh, we get there at night. And we go pick him up at his buddy's house, Butch at his buddy's house. And uh, we're going to go back to the place we're staying at. And uh, Matt is a little high. He's a little drunk. And Butch goes, hey, man, let me drive. And as he's smoking a joint, has a <laughs> fucking beer in his hand while wearing sunglasses. And he's, I was like, I go, yeah. I go, no, Butch, let me drive. He goes, nah, man, I got this. No. So we're, he, he's driving a little bit. I'm in the backseat just freaking out. And he goes, yeah, man, the cops are real assholes here. They'll just get you for anything. And I go, nah, Butch, you're doing three <laughs> illegal, illegal activities. You don't have a license. Right. You're smoking pot and you drink an open container. Right. If we get pulled over, you deserve to be arrested. Right. <laughs> so I'm already on edge on that. So then uh, the next day, there was like this brand new comedy museum. Like it's because every year they have a big festival and Lucille Ball's from there. So they had this high tech stand up comedy museum. I'm like, I'm going to stand up comedy. Like, yeah, I'll go. That could be really cool. And he goes, yeah, come on, let's not do that fag shit. Come on, let's do something cool. And I was like, what? I go, no, I want to go see that. And he yeah. goes, nah, let's do something cool. And so we go get hoagies. At this dive bar that I think he was just trying to buy drugs at. The hoagie was shit. Right. Go, it's not even that good. <laughs> if you're in upstate New York and the hoagie's bad, that's a bad yeah, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was such a bad restaurant where a guy, daylight, during the day, comes up to me and goes, Hey, man, I like your shirt. And I go, thanks, man. And he goes, give it to me. <laughs> so I just go, all right, man, I'll go in the bathroom and change. He goes, all right. And I just literally left to Butch like, where'd you go, man? I was like, yeah, man, I think that guy was going to fucking kill me if I didn't give him my fucking Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Right. So I fucking bounced. Yeah. So what did we do? So then we get some flyers. There was like some some rib festival going on, right? So a little pretense. The night before, the night before, I'm walking around Jamestown. It's Thursday night. We have two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And it's... Dead. For a Thursday night. I was like, Thursday, it's kind of like gas stations were closed around the hotel. Oh, yeah, that's not a Restaurants good sign. Restaurants were closed. Everything was just dead. Yeah. And I'm just walking around trying to find some cigarettes. And I see some guys just smoking. And I can walk up to them. I go, hey, man, why is everything closed? The guy looks at me and he goes, yeah, man, it's kidnapping season. <laughs> and I go, what? What? He goes, yeah, man, it's kidnapping season. You should probably like fucking head back to your hotel. It's, it's not a good year. And I go, it's not a good year? <laughs> and it goes, depends on who you're asking. But, like, yeah, for us, it's not a good year. So, literally, I go back to my hotel, right? I'm just like, fuck this. So, I just <laughs> go back to my hotel. Next day, we're at this rib festival handing out flyers for our show. It's Friday during the day. We're like, hey, we have two shows tonight, two tomorrow. You guys should come out after. The entrance of the rib festival just has pictures of missing children. Walls and walls 
Four walls of missing children. It's a small town, Allison. What the fuck? Yeah, just missing. I was like, Jesus, kidnapping season's pretty fucking good this year. Like, if they already this many Dude. people, it's summertime and already this many missing kids. Oh, my God. And, like, fuck it. So we go pass out flyers, and people seemed excited. I was like, okay, cool. We might get some people. So go back to the hotel, shower, walk to the club. It's like a two-minute walk from the club, or from the hotel. And I get there, and... I look in the room and there's only nine people. And I go, fuck, yeah. Ah, we're not making money this trip. No. So I go, shit. And I go, go to the owner. I was like, hey, man, are we going to get walk-ups or anything? He goes, you ain't bringing anybody. And I go, I'm not from here, bro. Right. I go, I'm from fucking Dallas. He goes, yeah. fuck it, you're not going to bring anybody? And I was like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> and then he goes, I go, we passed out flyers. And I go, did you do any radio or anything? He goes, nah, man. This is the last week of this club's open, so I just wanted to save a little money. And I go, what? And he oh. goes, yeah. So we did the first show for like 18 people. Got to cancel the second show. And we're in the green room after the first show, and the guy's like, hey, man, you're actually kind of good. And I go, <laughs> I go, thanks, man. He goes, you want to buy my club? <laughs> and I go, what? What? Does you want to buy my club? He goes, think about it. Oh, you can buy the club. I'll throw in the fucking refrigerator, and we'll fucking do it for like forty thousand. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna be making two hundred and seventy dollars. Right. I can barely afford the hotel I'm staying in. Yeah. I go, yeah. I don't want to buy your fucking club, dude. You're like, the money I made from this weekend is indicative of most other yeah, weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I spent it all on the hotel and drive up here. And also, you said this area is terrible. You go, yeah. People don't really like to laugh here. Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, we don't really like to laugh here. And I go, what? what yeah, no, fuck? I don't want to buy your club. So we do two more shows. They're all right. Like, the last show we did was late Saturday, and it was literally one family. It was like a family of eight. Actually, my favorite show of the weekend. <laughs> I just talked to it. It was like one of those, you know how sometimes you have those small shows where even though it's small, you just go with the same energy. Yeah. And you just treat it like a performer, yeah. and you kind of get loose with it, and you kind of interview them, and then you weave jokes in. Yeah. So it was one of those performances where it was just like, joy, I enjoyed myself, you know, it was a good time. I had already checked out of the hotel because we were going to drive back right after the late show, right? And uh, Butch and Matt, I call them Beef, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> They both love drinking and partying. I'm not that kind of guy, especially if we have to drive. Yeah, I know I have to be sober, right? They're like, "Hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna go out. We're gonna go out tonight." And I was like, "Why?" And he goes, "Dude, we're rock stars. We just put on a rocking show." They go, oh my "We God. sold eight tickets." <laughs> I go, "Rock stars don't. We're not rock stars. Right? We're, we're, we're you know fucking the Wiggles sell more tickets than us. Like we ain't shit." So literally, they're like, "We're only gonna have one beer," and I go. I'll have one beer. So I drink one beer. And he goes, all right, we're going to go to another bar. And no. Like, He's like, dude, we're only having one beer here and then one beer there. And I was like, yeah, so we're having nine beers? We're just right. bar hopping? <laughs> that doesn't equate to one beer. Right. So at one point, I literally just get in the car and I just wait. And so the show ended at like 10. And they were like, we'll leave by midnight. I'm in the car and I'm just waiting. And I, at one point, thought about stealing Matt's car. <laughs> And just driving off. Yeah. And leaving them. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and they didn't get in the car until 3.30 in the morning. Oh, my. I would have been And I had furious. to take the first stretch, which was nine hours. No. 
So I'm sitting there, and they're in the car, and then they're hammered. Both right. Of both of them hammered. And you're not. Yeah, and, and you're I'm tired. sober, and I'm just mad, and I'm sober. And Matt's just like, man, we're rock stars. We're rock stars. <laughs> yeah, man, we put on a cracking show. We put on a kick-ass show, man. We fucking did it, right? And I'm just driving. They're like, why? What's up your ass? And I was like, you guys got to have fucking fun. Right. And now I have to drive in the fucking middle of the, in the right. night, right? So, yeah, that was like one of the wildest experiences. And then Butch, he wakes up from his nap. It's like 7 in the morning. <laughs> then he goes, hey, man, let me give you a copy. And I was like, thanks, Butch. So we're at the gas station. We're actually chatting comedy. And it's that's the thing about Butch was he, he put me through some shit, but there were moments. Right. There were moments that it was, oh, shit. No, you're good. Am I dying? No, you're not okay. dying. My blood's leaving my body. We're going to do this. Oh, no. We can unhook you at the end of the podcast. That's so, because it's done. So, my body, so we get to the gas station. Like, let me buy you a coffee and a sandwich. And I was like, cool, thanks, Butch. Put the coffee down, put the sandwich down. His car declines. Oh. And then he looks at me and goes, could you get this? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Butch, I'll get your rock star. So, yeah, that's my one of my stories. He literally said, have you read Sam Talent's book, Running the Light? Oh, yeah. He sounds like that. Oh, yeah. He sounds like that guy. That's Butch, man. That's crazy. Love him to death. I still talk to him. I'll never go on the road with him again. <laughs> I'll meet him at a gig, but I'll never drive with him. He's just too wild for me. Yeah. But yeah. Now, road tripping, you gotta have such specific people for it to not make you go crazy. But it was also like a young, dumb comic where it's like, I was like, I gotta get better and the road makes you better. That's true. So I just took any fucking opportunity. Yeah. But there were like moments being on the road with Butch where I was like, I'm either gonna end up dead or in prison. <laughs> yeah. Funniest, uh, and then we'll edit it. Funniest was when we were driving up to Ohio, a snowstorm was supposed to be happening. And I was like, should we just cancel the trip? Because you never cancel on a gig. And I go, okay. So we start driving. I drive the first like seven hours, and uh, the weather was fine. I was like, oh, I guess yeah. it's not gonna, nothing bad's gonna happen. So I sleep in the back of my car. My buddy Lawrence passes out, and Butch is driving. I was like, I'll let Butch drive. If the weather's nice, it's fine. So I wake up, and it's all white. No. Everything's just white. And I look at the, the speedometer, and it is going 97 miles. <laughs> My new car that I just bought doesn't have winter tires. <laughs> and he's going 97 miles, wearing sunglasses, smoking a joint. <laughs> and I go, hey, Butch, can you see anything? And he turns his full head around. Turns his full head around and goes, I can't see shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it was just me gripping. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. no. I've, uh, yeah, I've lived. I've lived some. You've done some shit. That's why <laughs> work, r working with Rocky, it's 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 a nice. It's a step up. Oh, it's a nice. Where it's like the worst we'll do is fucking eat at a terrible Waffle House. Right. That's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. It's, His favorite restaurant. Yeah, I have a bad Waffle House experience. But like, so, yeah. That's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty high bar comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I always ask people before we end the podcast, yeah. what are you excited about? Could be right now, things in the future, but just like what's making you excited? I'm excited to see what happens with the Austin comedy scene. Yeah. I think it's very young right now. Right. It's very exciting. And it, it, it feels like if it keeps moving the way it's moving, it could, I think it could become 
the mi- the middle of the country, like Staples. Spot. It might be L.A., New York, and then Austin. Yeah. Which would be cool to have a third big hub. It's a it's good and also in a cheaper place to live. Yeah. Um, generally less restricted as far as shows, especially right now. Middle of the country. Yeah, easier to get Travel. to places. Yeah. So I'm excited for that is just to fuck it. And my thing is, like, even if it doesn't become the place, it's like we can always move. Yeah. That's why people, they're like, yeah, man, I'm not going to move. That's ridiculous. It's like, dude, fucking, you're up in L.A. fucking doing open mics in front of just comics. <laughs> I was like, you're an idiot. I was like, come move here for a year, even if nothing happens. Just you can move back. It always implodes. Fucking get good here. Yeah. I was like, there's the amount of shows is, is ridiculous. Yeah. There's so much... On every level. There's so many mics. There's so many local shows. There's so many local shows at the clubs, like lineup shows at the clubs. And then there's so many headliner shows at the clubs that you could be booked to host or feature for. And it's and and this is already without even like Rogan's Club being open, Cap City not even being open. Right. Helium not even being open. Yeah. And there's already so much stage time. So imagine when those places open. It's going to be fucking a free-for-all. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah, I'm like... You have San Antonio, and they're great. The yeah. comedy scene out there. And yeah. So And it's close. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to, to grow as a comic and mm. hopefully get better. Fuck yeah. That's the goal. Mm. Well, I appreciate you coming on the Thanks show. Thanks for having me. This, Tony was, Casillas. this was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug? You can follow me at Comedian Tony C on socials and check out the podcast me and Rocky do. Welcome to Brookwood. On all platforms. On all platforms. Detox with Allison. Thanks for watching, thank guys. You, thank you for watching. We did it. <laughs> We did it together. We did it. <laughs> we did it together. <laughs>